Hey everybody, welcome to the She's the Owner podcast, a podcast where I share tips on business, relationships, and even personal development. As an entrepreneur of over 20 years and a multiple six-figure company, I have seen firsthand how the masculine and feminine play a role in our happiness at work and at home. So grab a coffee and buckle up. This is the She's the Owner podcast. Hey, hey, as always, if you've gotten value from this episode, please leave a five-star review on iTunes or Spotify. Each month, we do a random draw of reviews and send the lucky winner a gorgeous thank you gift. Enjoy the show. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome. This is the She's the Owner podcast. I'm your host, Kara McCarran. And it feels like it's been, well, it has been a few weeks since I've recorded anything. And um, I have a few podcasts sitting in my heart or sitting on my heart that I want to record. Um, so a couple disclaimers about today's recording. My dogs are around and the door is open. So if you hear any background noise, it's that. And uh, secondly, I'm still recovering from whatever friggin' cold. I don't know if it's what it is, but it's been... I, I, I started to get sick the day that I left for um, Sedona and Zion and Grand Canyon with Amelia. And it's been, we're going, it'll be three weeks on, I guess, Wednesday or Tuesday that I've been sick. So um, this happened to me when I went to, uh, what's it called? Um, Unleash the Power Within in November. I was sick for like three weeks. It was really irritating. So like, I feel fine. I can do stuff. I'm not, you know in bed or anything, but I'm super congested and I have a cough. So I apologize if that uh, comes through today because it's kind of annoying. So anyway, blah, blah, blah. How is everybody doing? I um, First, I just want to do a little bit of an of acknowledgement. Um, you know, get out of, get out of, I, I'm in a bit of a having a pissy party at the moment and why I'm having that feeling is I think I'm I'm just coming to some realizations about and this is a really good segue I guess into the the podcast but I'm having some epiphanies we'll say really big aha moments of where things are at with me on a social level um, and why I'm having a bit of a poor me party is just I'm bored as shit as soon as I came back to um, Toronto which I don't live in Toronto proper I live in the GTA which is the greater Toronto area and I live in a suburb called um, like or in an area called Durham region and I when I came back from my trip like we had the most incredible time honestly it was such a beautiful experience Amelia and I have so many more inside jokes now um, I was nervous to go with her because she she can't she's she's a she's a different personality obviously than the other kids and she's a lot more like Ken and in terms of like um she's harder to read how she's feeling and so I was a bit nervous about going with her thinking you know what if which is insane but like I I didn't want there to be any awkwardness or like you know whatever I was just aware of her her differences between her and I in terms of like how we how demonstrative we are and I was really excited to show her all the stuff that I'd seen over the last little while. And I was nervous about how that was going to play out. And of course it was fine. It was better than fine. It was perfection. Like we had such an awesome time, but when it came back, so she's gone to her dad's now for a week. Cause we do a week on a week off and I'm, I'm technically 
supposed to be, well, I am quarantining only because I don't have the vaccine and that's one of the idiotic stipulations. Um, and I say idiotic because there's no not transmitting COVID anymore. Like it's just one of those things you have to have a strong immune system. And if you have a strong immune system, likelihood of you being fine with it is high. Um, and all the people who have been vaccinated once or twice, it, it's like you're not vaccinated anymore at all. And that's not me saying it. That's a fact. And I, and I definitely don't want to get too political about it. But I'm, you know, so if you have the two doses and you don't have COVID, you're good to go. Sorry, we got to move this guy. He's starting to eat a bone and it's loud. Nope. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, sorry, he's... Yeah, I'm going to have to pause. So without getting too far into it, um, because I'm not vaccinated, I'm supposed to stay home for two weeks. So I'm already bored. It's been three days. And, you know, like the fact that I'm being punished because I'm not, I didn't comply. That's an even more annoying part. But anyway, it's probably not that different from what my life is like normally here in Ajax um, because the reality is, is that um, there's not a lot, first of all, there's not a lot of things to do around Ajax. Like, and this is the thing that I've come to realize over time, over the last six months or so, um, is that this is a place where you would raise a family. This is a place where you would go to your job in Toronto, let's say, and come home and feel really happy because it's a quieter spot. And, you know, um, it's a bedroom community. And that's kind of why you would live in a place like this. So since Ken and I are divorced and since the kids are all grown minus Amelia and she still goes to school, but she's like very quickly approaching, um, being done. We don't have, I'm not raising babies. I'm not in that family zone anymore of, um, you know, we have to go to do all the little kid things and we're going to sky, like none of that, you know, she still does like to go to sky zone, but you, you get my point. Like I'm not raising a family and this is a place that you raise a family. And so going away and coming back, cause I have been thinking about this probably for about five or six months where I've just sort of letting it sink in. Like, why are you in Ajax, if, if, if Amelia was like 18 years old, would you be here? And the answer is absolutely no. And, and these dogs are cracking me up, man. Totally different dog. Scott is, he's way calmer anyway. But would I be here still if Amelia was like, you know, driving a car and like had a little job and whatever? No, I wouldn't be, I would be traveling or, and, and that's the thing, like my my whole thing isn't to just like never be in Canada, but I certainly wouldn't. I don't think I would. I mean, I know I wouldn't be in Ajax for sure. I don't know that I'd be in Toronto. I don't really know what it would look like. All I know is that when I came back, I was thinking, holy shit, like I really need to figure this out. I really need to figure out because um, this is going to be more of a Kara kind of going off on a rant podcast today not so much educating or teaching but maybe you'll learn something but as I I go into my um next chapter and dating and all these things because I'm ready to date I'm ready to have some fun quote unquote I'm not ready to settle down in, in a big long-term relationship but who knows right I'm very much about let's just kind of go with the flow 
But like, as I'm coming to realize that it's like, well, would I want to meet somebody in Ajax? Fuck no. Like I wouldn't, there's no way I would want to meet somebody here because yes, there's, you know, there's anomalies, but by and large, it's, if you're choosing to live in a bedroom community, you're not a single 45 year old entrepreneur um, who likes to have fun and who likes to be a part of the Tony Robbins, like all those things that I really want in a relationship and from an, a partner, you know, aren't in, aren't, I won't probably won't find, I mean, never say never and, you know, law of attraction, et cetera, but I will probably not find that here. And, and then you might say, well, you're there. Yes, but I recognize I don't want to be here. So I'm trying to figure out a way to balance my life where I'm still extremely present in my daughter's life and living a life that makes me happy. Because right now, um, the time that I have with my child is perfection and I love it. But the time when she's not here, so 50% of the time, I'm sitting here going, well, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Like, this is crazy. And so the lead up and I didn't name the podcast at the, the start of the show, but it's, I'm, I'm talking about proximity is power and why that's even important. And so, you know, looking around at my environment, like one of the things that have been really instrumental in this last year and through the divorce, et cetera, um, is just really having a place an environment that I'm obsessed with. And I love the interior of my apartment. Um, could it be bigger? Absolutely. Would I like something bigger? I've also come to realize that I, and it's funny because, you know, I teach and all the teachers I have, we all teach about really feeling gratitude for what you have, but also recognizing like you can feel grateful for what you have, but that doesn't mean you don't get to, to have bigger dreams. So am I grateful for what I have in this apartment? 1000%. Is it beautiful? I think so. I get a ton of compliments. People love the way that I design and put things together. I'm comfortable. If you're watching this on YouTube, you're, you'll see that I just got the new couch finally. And it's like, a, it's already puckering, but that's because it's all feathers. Um, but it's like the cloud couch and it's so damn comfortable. And that was on my vision board. Like I, the inside of my apartment <clears throat> feels really good. It's just where the apartment is that's making me question what my next step is going to be. And so when we talk about proximity as power, you know, there's so many layers to growth. There's so many layers to mindset work. There's so many layers to inner healing and then business development. And it's like, if you think, like what, what I think a person needs to get cozy with is the idea that this is forever something you're going to be learning. This is not a one-stop shop. And I do say that a lot, but I really want you to hear it. Like every time, and this was something that my ego really loved to fuck with me on would be like, well, what happens when you achieve this, then you'll be bored. And then life's, and so you end up sabotaging so that you don't achieve the thing. And so that you end up not in your mind, not being unhappy because you're still growing. That's horseshit. Like every time I hit a new something, there's another level. There's another, like, you know, I've come to realize that my, my ability to create money really only happens when I need it. And I have a harder time creating wealth around me that isn't needed in the immediate. Well, a year or two, five years ago, I was still just worrying about manifesting money and creating money for the thing. Now I can, like, you give me something that you need financially, like if you say I need $10,000, I could make that happen probably within five days. So 
that's a huge win. But now I'm at this new plateau where I'm like, why am I so feel so allergic to an, a, a certain amount of overstock in money? Why does that, what's, why, like, so, so just understand that, like, when you think, oh, I'm going to hit that goal. And then what am I going to just croak because there's no new, no, like you're always going to find, there's always going to be something you can see him on camera oh my god he's so funny um there's always some there's always another level and like your next levels are going to be bigger and bigger and bigger your next blind spots are going to be bigger and bigger and bigger your next terror barriers bigger and bigger and bigger so don't worry about like oh i got to this thing and now i have nothing to do like that's just complete bullshit i can tell you right now it doesn't work that way so when i'm looking around at the way things are going in my life like the business perfect alignment like we are humming along, um, you know, I've set an entire 12 month plan to fill 500 seats for the Love Soldier Conference, the first ever um, Love Soldiers Unite Conference in June next year. So effing excited about that. Um, we've got our retreats going, you know, I'm re-recording pr the program content. Um, so shameless plug, not so shameless or shameful. I don't know why I said that. Um, if you buy, so there's three levels of tickets for the conference next year. If you buy the top two levels, you get enrolled in the entire Love Soldiers program. And people, my clients pay, you know, three plus thousand dollars for that content. Um, it's going to be included. It's going to be included in um, certain ticket tiers. So that I'm recording, re-recording re and, and just adding more new content, stuff that I've been learning over the last year. Um, and then the w one thing I'm the most excited about is the love soldier goddess oil, which is an oil that you can rub on your body to hydrate, but you can rub on your yoni to also hydrate and have some fun. And cause that's a huge part of everything that is the love soldiers and being a goddess. That's a huge part of it is self self care, but self pleasure. And I love talking about it and I'm very excited. Listen, Scott. Um, to launch that. And then there's a couple of other products that we're launching around that as well. So business-wise, everything is perfection. Like it all, you know, doing the event was, or, or claiming the event is massive for me. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, because that was a very scary declaration to make. And any, you know, it's funny when I think about it, when I think about 500 of you in a room with me and we're dancing, we're listening to like amazing music and we're whatever we're learning and all that stuff. Sometimes it wakes me up at night. I freak out because I'm like, holy shit, I have to talk to 500 and you know, and it, and it literally freaks me out. But then again, like I say all the time, my mission is greater than my fear. And so it doesn't matter if I get freaked out and I know I'll be fine and I know it'll be great. So business-wise, things are really, really aligned. It's really great. But then you look at, then I start looking at the personal side and my social side. And I think, okay, hmm. So when I look at, let's just, let's just look at the bucket of like what I was saying originally about able to manifest pretty much any type of money, but then not a surplus. I don't feel like I'm, I'm as good at, at the surplus. So I got to thinking, okay, well, how does, how, what what is that first of all i reached out to my mastermind group that i'm in and they're incredible and the feedback i got was like thinking about money rather than thinking about it 
in how I'm thinking about it, which is like, I need it. So I manifest it. Why not start thinking about it as feeling, giving me a sense of safety. And that can be dangerous, but if I'm, when I process it thinking, having an extra, you know, a certain amount on over what I need, I'm always good. Like my life, like the lifestyle that I want ultimately, no, I don't, I can't finance that yet, but they're pretty lofty goals. But do I have a good lifestyle? Yeah, for sure. Um, Listen, Scott. Oh my God. I hope you're watching this on YouTube, somebody, because it is freaking cute. Okay, sir, come down here. Um, So when I'm thinking about, get down, the money, like building a surplus or investment accounts or savings accounts that are better than they are now, if I start thinking about it in the in terms of like it's a feeling it gives me a feeling of safety and not restriction or if it gives you know when I think about it in a different through a different lens can that help me for sure it can and so um, I'm I'm gonna start working on that because probably right now I don't think of money I I have I still have some type of anxiety around it like whether it's um, I don't know. There's just some type of anxiety. And I think here's what I think is really at play right now. And and it's, and it's something that I haven't fully worked through. I've worked through it in a lot of areas, but I think money might be the last thing is that feeling of something pulling the rug out from underneath me. Um, And why do I feel that? Because that's a hiccup from childhood for sure. That's something that as a kid, things would go really well. And then something would happen. My mom would drink or my dad would do something and it would just all blow up. And so I still have this sense of like, if I start to feel safe, i.e. safe around money, something's, and, and one time, and I actually shared this with my group and I'll share it with you because why not? Um, when my dad passed away, he left me some money and there was money in my bank account and the government thought I owed, I don't know, I think it was five or six grand worth of tax. And they went in and took it and I didn't owe it. And so they took it in a flash, didn't give any warning, nothing. And I phoned and I said, like, what the fuck is this? And, you know, after some investigation, they realized they'd made a mistake. It took them three months to give it back to me. And so I think <clears throat> that is a that was a huge trauma to me that, oh, my God, this entity that has, you know, the ability to go into my bank account and just fucking take money, even when they're wrong. That's a big rug being pulled out from underneath you, right? And so um, I think there, that's a huge, huge, huge piece of it. I've worked through the other pieces. Like I don't feel that way in my life in general. I don't think things are going to get pulled out. But that one little, one little massive piece, one little comma massive piece is because the government did that. And so... So I'm, so that was kind of, that's sort of the first piece about when you're thinking about your life, like, are there areas, what buckets? And for me, so my, my space that I live in is beautiful. I drive a beautiful car. You know, I love, fuck, love my business so deeply. I'm so, so excited. So then it's like, okay, there's this money thing that I'm working through. Okay, cool. And then it's the social life and, and social life and money if I want to live the life that I, I desire, it requires a certain amount of financial freedom. And if I want to live the, the sort of life I desire, it does require me to look around and really assess, like, who do I spend time with? Proximity is power. And 
when you get to the point of realizing that maybe what you're surrounding yourself with isn't conducive to what you say you want, then the time is right and ripe for you to start looking at that and saying, okay, what does this actually mean? And a lot of people think immediately they go and they kind of do this internal freak out where they're like, oh my God, you know, if I look around my circle, it's all people who are like complaining and who aren't happy with their lives and like all these things. I have to leave all my friends and all my parents and all the things. No, that's not what, that's not at all what proximity is power is for me anyway. When I like I have some incredible people in my life, my best, you know, my besties and they're, I mean, one in particular, I know she's not happy doing what she's doing and she's working through it. And she is, I know ultimately where she'll end up. She even knows it, but she's still fighting it, which is adorable. But like, I have wonderful people in my life. And this is the other thing though. I don't have a big circle. Like I've really, become more solitary the last year since I moved out of my house which was October I guess not a year but I've become extremely introspective and I've become very quiet and I haven't spent a lot of time with anyone and a big part of that is the winter I for sure am a hermit in the winter I hate winter I like it for like the holiday season and then that's about it and then I'm done And so I've realized like I've kind of become a hermit and like how am I? So when we talk about proximity is power, what that means is wherever you spend the most time and whoever you spend the most time with is who you become. And like, just sit with that one for a second. Whoever you spend the most time with, you become like. And so if you are somebody who wants a successful business and you're hanging around with people who are nine to fivers who hate it and who all they do is bitch about it, how likely are you going to, cause what it really comes down to is it's a vibration. It's, it's an energy, right? If I'm, if you're with me and you're complaining about your job, I probably, I mean, if, if you're new in my life, even if you're new in my life, I won't hang out with you. Like, if you're somebody that I just met and that's what you want to do, I will have an extremely hard time hanging out with you because I'm not somebody who knows how to do small talk anymore. I used to be able to, but like when you get to a certain place of growth, you're like, this is fucking boring. Like, I don't want to talk about how Bob pissed you off at your job every time I see you. Like, that's lame. I'm not into it. But like, if you're somebody new to my life and all you want to do is complain then I will not be able to facilitate that because for, for most, like many reasons, but like mostly it drains me to listen to somebody complaining about something that I know they can change. And if you just said, oh, not everybody can quit their job. Yes, everybody can quit their fucking job. Yes, they fucking can. That's all pile of bullshit. And if you're telling yourself that, that's a beautiful invitation to take a look at that story because it's just a story. Everybody can quit their job. The president can quit his job. He should quit his job. So if that's a person like that, if that person's around in my my orbit, they won't be in my orbit very long. We won't connect. We won't have deep conversations and neither one of us will really look to spend time together. If you're somebody who's an existing person in my life and you complain about your job, all bets are off. I'm going to try to coach and I'm going to say, listen, 
you know, here's some options, like, let's figure this out together. If you really hate it, let's figure out a plan, blah, blah, blah. But if that person wants to continue to complain and not make a change, well, eventually that person and I will just drift and we won't, we won't seek one another out because it's, it's too, like there's just no polarity there's no connecting there's no nothing so we just won't seek each other out so that leads me to like okay so let's say you know you come to realize that you're spending time with people that just aren't on the same vibration as you what do you do next and this is where i'm at because it's not that the people i spend time with aren't on the same vibration i don't have many people that i spend time with at least not in person so it leads me to this place right now where I'm like, okay, so you've identified that the people like that, you don't really have a strong friend circle at the moment in, in like in person, I have a billion people I can send a text to and be like, Hey, listen, can you straighten me out on this? Cause I'm feeling a bit blah, blah, blah. And they will, but like, that's not to me, I'm a, I need people. And so for me, it's like, that's not a solution. That's a stopgap. Like if I can text my friend Katie, she's in Kansas City and I'm like, hey, I'm feeling shitty about this or I need a, I need a set of eyes on this problem. Help me. She'll, she'll take, it'll, she'll do whatever it takes to help me pull through that. But I can't hug her after. I can't, you know, we can't slap five. We can't high five together. We can't do any of those things. And that's a problem. Now, the other problem is when you're around people that let's say you're <clears throat> and this might piss some people off and I, I I'm inviting you to instead of being like, oh, what the fuck is she talking about or blah, blah, blah. Again, it kind of pointing a finger at me. This is a beautiful invitation for you to look internally and say, like, why does this piss me off? Right. Like the only time you're ever going to get through anything is when you say, why does this piss me off? Instead of fuck her, she's pissing me off or fuck him, he's pissing me off. Why does this piss me off? Why does this let, why is this triggering me? Why, 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 why? So if you want to hang, if you want a million dollar lifestyle, let's say, or you want a six or seven figure business and you're spending time and taking advice and being in the vibration of people who are not after the same thing that you're after you will not get there. You may not get there anyway, right? Because business is not a, a one hit wonder. It's, you know, this, this business that I'm insanely passionate about, it's going to take me five plus years to get it <clears throat> where I want to get it. And I'm mentally and emotionally prepared for that. But if I didn't know other entrepreneurs that are doing things that are crazy, like people would look at and be like, holy shit. I, my vibration would stay stagnant in a vibration of people who are doing maybe five figures a year, maybe, maybe just on the cusp of six figures. <coughs> Excuse me. So when, when you look around at the people that you're taking advice from, or you're looking around at the people that are um, doing or, or telling you, you know, you're dreaming too big or all, whatever crazy shit people that are in fear will say to you. It's really important that you look and say, hmm, am I practicing proximity as power? If I'm, if I'm the proximity to people who I think are doing what I want to do successfully, 
is the key or one of the keys to making my dreams come true. Am I spending time with people whose lives, and I always say, if you would, if you wouldn't switch lives with somebody like there's, there are people in this world I would 1000% switch lives with. And I don't mean that, like, don't just, don't take that out of context. Like it's not that I, I'm, you know, I'm not grateful again. Of course I'm grateful for my life. I'm so grateful for my life. Like on my trip, I was crying so many times just thinking, wow, like I can just take off and nobody tells me what the fuck to do. And I can't even believe that's my life. It's amazing. But if you're somebody who would who wouldn't like, so if I'm looking at the, the people that I follow and the people that are my mentors and my coaches, and I think if I'm not willing to switch lives with them, then I'm not listening to their advice. If I'm not willing to switch bank accounts with them, then I'm not listening to their advice. How can I get around more people I would switch bank accounts and lives with? And that's where you start. That is the moment where you go, okay, how do I get more of that? How do I get more of that vibration? How do I get more of those learnings? How do I get more of that mindset work? How do I, how do I, how do I, instead of thinking, oh, it's so weird. It's so shitty. Like how am I ever, why would I, could I, how could I ever hang out with people like that or whatever? Don't, don't play that victim bullshit game, right? Just look at your life and say, okay, listen, if I want to be a business owner and I want to have multiple franchises of a fucking apple pie stand where do the franchise successful franchise owners hang out where do they hang out what what are they doing oh okay so they go to networking events or they do this or they do that or they belong to this associate like start thinking about where does the person that i would change lives and or business success with where do they hang out Oh crap. I just spilled my coffee. Um, and that's like, truly that's step one. Like think about where do the people that like, if you're a business owner, so for me, I know where, I know exactly where the fuck that is. So, um, that's step number one. And then the other thing too, is like, let's talk about personal lives. Like let's talk about relationship stuff, right? I'm very clear on the type of man that I want to date. Will I find him in Ajax? No. Um, so then I have to look at proximity as power. Where would the man that I would ha really be excited to date and be excited to get to know, where would he be? Who would he be hanging around with? What kind of circles would he hang out in? And then you start to build a bit of a plan. Like, and it's not, you know, it doesn't take the romance out of it. It doesn't take any of that out of it. It just, it, you start to use your, your, um, your brain really to figure out like, where am I going to go where I have a higher likelihood of hanging out with people who are going to push me and men that I think are going to be amazing and friends that are going to say, Hey, listen, yeah, great. You did this, but can you do this? Like, that's really what I'm talking about is like, if you just stay stagnant in where you're at right now, and you're telling me that you want all this type of success, like I've got one client in particular I'm thinking about, and if she wants to be have a successful business, she has to move her shit away from where she's spending time in. And that's just how it goes. That's the law of vibration. Like you want to be near a better, like your vibration and their vibration counts, ladies, it counts. Like 
If I want to be successful, I'm not going to hang around with somebody who isn't successful. If I want to grow my business to seven figures in the next five years, I can't hang around with people who've never done it. I have to spend time and listen to and be mentored by people who have done it and get close to them and spend more of my time listening to that, more of my time being around them physically, more of my time um, being around men that I, th- I think are high quality men. I would consider myself a high quality woman, right? If you don't feel like you're a high quality woman, work on your own shit, right? Right in the... and. Do I want to continue to grow? Do I have things? Absolutely. But I still am, I would still very much consider myself a high quality woman. And that's not like before everybody or anyone gets up in arms about it. It's, it's not, it's not that you think you're better than other people. If you call yourself a high quality woman, it means that you have a standard of person that you want to surround yourself with. And again, I don't want to be around people who want to complain and who only want to gossip. And like that, that to me is low quality vibration. And that's not interesting to me. I want to be around people that have a high quality vibration. And so that's what I mean when I say high quality woman. I'm not, I'm just not down to listen to people talk shit about other people. I'm not down for that. I'm down to elevate other women. I'm down to elevate and leave impact on this world. Like that's high quality to me. Will I find that if I go hang around in a place where people are just bitching and unhappy and complaining and and scarce? No. Right. So you just have to like, you have to start getting really honest about what you want, first of all, and then after you've decided this is what I want, this is the kind of lifestyle that I want, then how am I going to find it? How am I going to work toward it? How am I going to be around other people who are, because for me, it's not even so much um, witnessing another person's lifestyle and thinking, oh, that's going to push me. It's their work ethic. People that live in that, who are seven figure company owners, like solopreneurs in particular is what I'm talking about. And I mean, solopreneur is, is kind of a shifting word now. Like, yes, you start the business. I'm a solopreneur, but I do have team and I'm going to continue to grow my team. And so eventually I won't be a solopreneur, but it's definitely how I began. Um, but like finding other people who have done what I'm doing, done it successfully, right? Like my coach, she's multiple seven figure earner and in her business. And I will gravitate towards her versus somebody who is like still works at a job and coaches women one-on-one on the side. Cause that's not what I do. I don't coach women one-on-one anymore. So why would I spend time in that vibration. I wouldn't because it just isn't where I want to be. And so it's like getting honest about, hmm, am I being, am I, am I spending time with the right people, the right vibration, the right energy, or am I not? Um, so for me, a huge piece of it is, is, um, hanging around with Tony Robbins people and Joe Dispenza people and Byron Katie people and, and, and like there's, there's a bunch of teachers that I really love, right? A lot of mentors I really love, but like for me, the Tony Robbins community is, is sort of like prime example of proximity's power. You, you can sit in the GA general admission. There's nothing wrong with that. That's where you're sitting. Cool. But eventually you want to be sitting in diamond or platinum. 
So if I'm looking at proximity as power, I know when I go to an event, I will not sit in general admission anymore. I will absolutely, I've done over 20 events, whether it's crew or, or participating. I will not sit in general admission anymore. Not because I'm a snob, not because I think I'm better, but because proximity is power. Where am I going to feel the most high vibe people? Platinum partners. That's why that's still on my bucket list to join. Um, because it's a different level of conversation. It's a different level of lifestyle. It's a different level of thought. Person in general admission is just dipping their toe in it. A personal, a person in platinum partners, which if you don't know what that is, it's a, it's his mastermind. It's 85 grand a year. Um, you get to go to all the events for a whole year for, for free. Like that's included. Um, but the networking is intense and you get to go on three trips with Tony, um, and there's a whole bunch of other stuff, but like the level of conversation in a plat room versus a GA room is radically different. I've been in both. It's radically different. You will still, you will, I've sat in GA and I've heard people still complaining. Oh, this event is stupid. Or this isn't like, what are you freaking kidding me right now? In plats, you will never hear that. You'll be like, the conversations are like, Kara, tell me about what you do. Oh, well, I'm a mentor, an author, a speaker. And oh, cool. So like, what have you done so far? Like, have you written your book? No, I'm, 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 you know, I'm thinking you're thinking about it. What do you mean you're thinking about it? What, like, why don't you, why don't you, let's, let's connect. And why don't you send me what you have? And um, maybe I'll help you stay accountable to writing that book. And you go, yeah, no, that sounds perfect. So do you see the difference? If a person in GA, you say that to they're like, oh my God, that's so cool. And they leave it. And again, nothing wrong with it. But what I need, I'm looking for, my proximity is power, are people that are going to be like, bitch, don't even, don't fucking talk about it, do it. Because they're just at a completely different mindset level at this point, at that point. And so if you're looking to up level, how are you looking to up level? Like go and find five people that you look to look at and think these people are, um, crushing it, or this person is doing something or they know something I don't know. Right? Like my clients come to me because, and the people that I, I teach and mentor, because I know deeply about masculine and feminine energy as it relates to our lives as women. Right? So they, if I didn't know that and I was just like, ooh, let's talk about mindset, there's a million, like, now, you know, I teach it in a different way, but that's my thing is how do I, how do we relate this to masculine and feminine energy? Because I, that's my story and that's, so people come to me because I'm at that level. They would like to trade information. They would like to know what I know. And so they make it a point of spending time around me. So if you're, if you're looking around and you're thinking, you know, I want to do this. I want to have this lifestyle. I want to do that. Well, fucking start spending time with people who are already doing it. Proximity is power. The closer you are to the success that you want to see, the better, the faster it will happen, the easier it will happen. You'll be in flow more of the time. But if you're sitting around like, for example, if I'm sitting around here by myself complaining, I can't meet a guy that I really click with, whose fault is that? It's not the guy's fault. It's not the universe's fault. It's me. I'm not practicing proximity as power. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to meet somebody who's in the vibration that I want to be in. <clears throat> so get real.
and think about who are five people that listen and it could be send them a message in Instagram, send them a message on Facebook. If they're local, that would be my recommendation is to have them so that it's somebody in person. Can I take you out for lunch? I would love, you know, hi, Mr. or Miss Mentor. You know, I'm I'm really looking to increase the way that I operate my business. I'm really, you know, I, I heard this podcast about proximity's power and I would love it if I could take you out for lunch and just have a chat with you. And start there. Don't be asking people for free advice. Don't be, you know, fuck, don't do that kind of shit. That would, that would, that's not what I'm saying. But what value can you bring? I would love to take you out for dinner. And would it be okay if we, if, if I brainstormed with you a little? Or just think about what kind of value you can bring to this person. Oftentimes, if you just say to a person, listen, I am really, um, really working hard at creating this thing. And I'm having a, a tough time really sorting it out. Like if somebody said that to me, and I have given free memberships to my, I don't do that anymore unless it's very intentional. But if I have somebody who is like, listen, <clears throat> I'm hanging around with all these people that are just dragging me down and I really respect what you do and I love the business and all the things could I take you out for dinner or make you dinner or take you for a coffee and just like have a conversation? I will always say yes. Now, <clears throat> if that same person starts to take advantage of it, then I get to practice my boundary setting, which is never comfortable, but it's always necessary. And just saying, you know what? No, I'm actually busy. Or, you know, we've, we've had a couple of dinners. Why don't you work at uh, joining the mastermind? It's only 200 bucks a month, whatever. Um, but just start thinking about make a list like of five people you would trade bank accounts with or five people you would trade businesses with or lifestyles. Five people that are, are near you. Not, I'm not talking like the Tony Robbins of the world. Cause that's a bit, you know, I would say that's not realistic, but five people that is that are in either your community or that are close enough to you that you can reach out to and reach out. And so you make your full list of five, but then start looking at what do they do? If you if you don't know, you ask them. What do you how do you how did you do what you're doing? You know, and be very transparent like say listen, I'm not trying to um hopscotch my way through my growth, but I recognize like, why would I not model what you're doing? Right. And that's part of it. Modeling the person like who, and that's what I do. I'm modeling two, two women in particular that I respect very, very deeply as women. One is, a you know, she's a, she's got a bit of uh, some stuff she needs to work through. I've noticed in a few of her posts lately, she's hilarious, but I, what is, what is their work ethic? What is their vibration? What's their mindset? my mindset's identical to theirs. So beautiful. I'm going to keep soaking that up. And I do chat with them every now and then, but like find some people that you can really, besides me, of course, just kidding, not kidding. Um, that you can really start that will push you like proximity is power. That's, that's it. That's, that's the whole, that's the whole thing. Find where you can really practice that. All right. It's enough out of me. I'll talk to you soon. I love you all so much. Have a wonderful week and I'll talk to you the next one. Bye.